All right, welcome back to the Dirty 30. I am Double. With me, as always, the incredible Bobo Jones. We are back once again to bring you the Dirty 30, presented by Stone Sports. Um, another week of fantasy football in the books. Looking forward to another one. Week four down, week five coming up. How'd it go? 14 and 12 in the ESPN leagues, and I went five and five. In the dynasty. When you texted me five and five in Dynasty early, like earlier, I thought you were finding new ways to play Dynasty and it was some sort of like I didn't I read the text quickly at work and I didn't put two and two together. And yeah. I was like five and five and like what the fuck are these numbers? So you find like a new league format or some <laughs> shit. But yes, five and five record. Um I went four and two this week and I picked up some nice little change in DraftKings as well. A little, little daily fantasy this week, too. So it was definitely a bounce back for me from a horrific week three. So good to hear. Good we are back on the uh, back in the Getting wind column. The, hopping out of that foxhole. Yeah, the uh, the foxhole is uh, the population is dwindling. Oh, I, I still. See you, uh... I see they called you off the line. You got a little bit of R and R. Yes, sir. I got a little <laughs> bit of a. Uh, I you know my spot's still reserved. I got to go back at some point, but for now I get get a little break, a little break, a little R and R, as you said. Uh, but first up this week, I want to pop into some Dubs Diamonds quick. Um, so five players that bumped their stock up to me the most this week. Number five, Josh Reynolds. Um, now, listen, his point total wasn't huge this week. He only had 13 and some change, which, I mean, still solid week. Those are good points. We take 13 points in the show. Um, but Josh Reynolds had zero points in week three the week before, which was when I was going to use him as Dubs Diamonds, and then he choked. So finally gets his appearance here at number five. But like I said, zero points in week three. He's still wide receiver 42 this year. He had two big games, week uh, one and two, and now he bounced back with a solid week four. So I like Josh Reynolds, especially before um, Jameson Williams returns. He's clearly the number two guy behind Amon Ra, and obviously Sam Laporta's getting a lot of love too. But Did you know his uh... – did you know that Jamison Williams' suspension was reduced? I did see that. Yeah. So he's actually in their building and has been practicing. Beautiful. Good for Jamison Williams. I still oh. want to see it on paper. I think it's going to add a good uh, dimension to the Lions offense, though, because he does take the top off of defense. So always have that to game point for. He's on the fucking field, dude. Did you yeah, exactly. Remember that text I sent you? Dan Campbell said, no, he... He doesn't need to come in and be explosive. He needs to prove that he can be reliable, just like all the other wide receivers right. in the room. And now, Josh Reynolds has proved to be him. reliable. Right. Well, week three, he had that groin thing. That's why he didn't really – that's why he put up a goose egg in week three. Right. But, yes, he has been solid. And a nice start, two dubs diamonds. Absolutely. Number four, Jameel McLaughlin, a guy I didn't know existed until this week. Uh nineteen earlier. In the preseason, sorry. Oh, I did you? Roster for a little bit. Yes, I know. But then uh, uh, I cut him because it, on the roster depth, he was uh, he was number four. He was behind P. Ryan and somebody else, too. Um, shit, I can't think of his name. I think it was Tony Jones, and then they cut him. And then, yeah, and then uh, he ended up with New Orleans. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Good call, good call. Three, and then he, okay, then he hopped over them. Because, yeah, I knew that there was three other backs there, and I did not ever hear of Jamel McLaughlin, but he had a hell of a week. Sean Payton shoehorning him into the offense. He, I believe he loves led the him. team in Sean touches. Does. 19. And I quote, plays hard. 
Oh yeah, loves him. Then nineteen points. Um, he had toe on the ground. He's catching passes, uh, tons of snaps. So obviously a big, big week for Jamil McLaughlin putting himself on the map. Holy shit, I stumbled through that. That's all right. Number three, Terrence Terrace Marshall. I always used I said Terrence Marshall the first year he was in the league, just simply because my uh, dyslexic brain was like, I don't see a, I don't see an end. I've been calling it the same fucking the wrong name for a full season. But yes, Terrace Marshall. He had 13 points this week as well, but he led his team in targets and receptions. Um, he's got, I believe, he had eight targets the previous week, and now he had 10 targets this week, nine catches. Terrace Marshall, not the last time we've heard his name today, but uh, first appearance on Dubs Diamonds. I also dropped him in Dynasty, and I just put in a claim to get him back. So, uh, you know, a little lapse in judgment on my part, but I hopefully I'm not going to pay too much of a price for it. Number two, Michael Wilson. 26.6 uh, for the Arizona Cardinals. Somebody's got to catch passes there. Uh, Hollywood Brown's been pretty good. Zach Ertz, pretty good. Michael Wilson established himself. Uh, is he a third-round pick, fourth-round pick this year? Rookie I'm receiver. Not 100% sure on that. Regardless, he's a rookie later uh, rounds in the draft, but he uh, mm-hmm. showed up in a big way. Two touchdowns this week. Josh Dobbs is looking his way. I think you're going to see that. A little bit more often, I think they're going to get him more involved in the game plan as weeks go on. Because clearly, definitely, dude, dude is a weapon. So, gotta be looking Michael Wilson's way. If you're Josh Dobbs in the, the Arizona Cardinals, want Josh Dobbs back. Uh, I feel like they would probably take him right now. Kenny Pickett's uh, Kenny Pickett, and then you got Mitch Trubisky behind him. So things are probably not going to get much better. There's a little quick stat about Kenny Pickett. He's only had one 300-yard passing game. He's only thrown for uh, two touchdowns in a game three times. Josh Dobbs has done that multiple times this season already. Just a fun fact. Also, people forget Kenny Pickett's 25. Not like he's a 21-year-old. Like, he came out his junior year. Like, he's a he was an old rookie. He's now 25. Not much improvement. Matt Canada obviously is incompetent calling plays. We've already talked about that on this show. I've talked about it at length on other shows, but regardless, things are bad with that offense. It's not even that. It's just that okay, look at this way too, all right? Now, he was a first-round pick, right? Okay, now look at this. He he got an extra year at school because of COVID, right? Now, had he not gotten that, right? And not had that good season that he had when he came back. He wouldn't have been a first round. He's not a no. Fuck no. He wouldn't be. We wouldn't have won a starting job. Mike Tomlin looks like he's on shaky ground. But go ahead, continue. I don't want. He's fire Matt Canada and go get a new quarterback this year. It's as fucking simple as that. Then he'll be fine. Um, But yeah, number two is Michael Wilson. Like I said, and number one this week, the number one target of the number one rookie quarterback. Nico Collins, 35.8 points this week. A huge week. It was Tank Dell last week, and now it's Nico Collins. Just a monster game. Put himself on the map. I have him in a bunch of leagues, and people are requesting trades for him left and right. I've declined like seven or eight trades for Nico Collins this week. I have him in that other dynasty league we're in together. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I, I have him in two in dynasty league. leagues and a yearly league, and I keep yeah, getting I trade offers. A 16-team league. And uh, I've lost some of my running backs to injury. You know, I lost Dobbins and I can't, someone else. But uh, 
And I'm like, man, I need running back help. And the first person that he tried to get for me was Nico Collins. Oh, I bet. Yeah, and I'm like, dude, I don't want Latavius Murray and someone else. I'm like, I'm also like, no thanks, but. Yeah, he's been absolutely killing it. C.J. Stroud, rookie quarterback, he, he is completely they unlocked. Nico Collins, no, they've they been pretty stink. fucking good. People were sleeping on them, man. Like they are sleeping on them. The defense needs some work, but you know, so far the O line has been very sturdy. Stroud is looking phenomenal. Do you know where Nico Collins show. ranks among wide receivers this year for fantasy wise? I am gonna take a stab at it and say fifteenth, seventh. Oh, okay. You know where Tank Dell is? 12? 23. Oh. So they are... I think uh, that's going to rotate. You think so? Back and forth. Yeah, I think he'll go to either Tank Dell one week, if they're not cover him, and then he'll stick with that, or he'll stick with Collins, you know? I want to see him have that monster game where they both fucking eat, you know what I mean? Like, just massive games. Right. I th- I'm sure it'll it'll happen at some point. That schedule's pretty fucking weak, and CJ Stroud is throwing it all over the building. So their division is garbage. Exactly. Uh, Jacksonville is not, you know, what I thought they were going to be. You know, I thought they're going to be much more explosive in year two underneath Doug Peterson. I mean, I still know it's early, you know, and yeah, they just beat the Falcons. But come on, you beat the Falcons. They don't have a quarterback, right? You know, so of course you're going to win that game. But I, you know what I mean, like. I do like Houston, though. I thought they were going to be like the Cardinals, you know? Desmond Ritter. I could do Desmond Ritter's job. He just has to hand the ball off. They don't ask him to throw the ball at all. You just hand it to B. John Robinson, and if we win, we win. If we lose, we lose. They were talking on Get Up this morning about maybe uh, Chicago trading Justin Fields to Atlanta. I I think that Atlanta should go get Kyler Murray. Fuck it. I trade for well, Kyler Murray before I, I trade for either. Justin Fields. Yeah, I don't hate that either. You know, that's a fresh start for him, and it's a very young offense. I mean, you give Arizona more <laughs> picks. They're trying to stockpile picks. They got the fucking Houston's pick. They could go get Atlanta's. And I'm, I'm not a huge Kyler Murray fan. I'm not saying that oh, instantly makes you I a contender. S- I think that I could easily blow up in your face. But if you can get them for the right price, fuck it. Why not? You need yeah, something. Stupid. I mean, that's ideally you want to. Uh, Sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off there. Ideally you want to draft a quarterback, but like if you can't do that, go get fucking Kyler Murray. He's still got a. He, obviously, he's still that contract, but he's still got a couple years of control under him. If it doesn't work, you can go get somebody else. I don't know. I just I don't you. It, I love those. The, there's a lot of talent on that roster. I like Bijan, Drake London, Kyle Pitts, and Desmond Ritter just cannot get the ball to any of them. It's abundantly clear that that guy cannot play quarterback in the NFL. I don't even think he's a backup. It's bad. No, I know. he Well, because he played in a shitty division. And then you saw what happened when he, you know, in the college football playoff there. Right. They got, you know what I mean? They got right. eight alive. You know what I'm saying? Like it's a that's the difference between the whole the QB class is garbage. Kenny Pickett, Malik Willis. But that's what was available, so that's what they they had right. to go for. And it's just that's just a a part of the position, you know. So I right, want to get in some good, busts. Good talent. Yeah, there's some good talent coming out next year. So uh, yeah, we're well, gonna hit weird people too, real quick. Oh yeah, I see. This is where we. That's why you have to hit it because I always want to skip over it. This is why, yeah, we got to highlight the uh, the lonely part 
of uh, fantasy football. It's our highest kicker and defense of the week. Jake Elliott, 18 points for the Eagles, four for four field goals, one from 30, two from 40, one from, from 50, and a couple of extra points just for the fuck of it. Uh, defense of the week, I can't believe it. That game was fucking ugly. Well, you know, with Mac Jones and all that, but the Cowboys, again, I do believe this is their what? Hold on, let me check my notes. I think this is their second time in three weeks. It is their second time. On there. It's, they got the it for the, the second time in four weeks. So they got it for the Giants. Oh, yeah, no, they, they just got, got it for one, the Patriots. And then they just got it week, yeah. Uh, two interceptions, three points allowed, two sacks, one forced fumble, one fumble recovery, and two touchdowns. I would like to give uh, We're People too as well for defense. Because the Seattle Seahawks won me a whole fuckload of money the other night. Uh, Defensive touchdown, shout out. Fumble recovery, shout out. Two picks on Danny Dimes, shout out. Two forced fumbles, shout out. And 11 11 sacks. You know what? The Seattle defense is my Roman helmet of the week. Because they were just, it was sacks on sacks on sacks on sacks. And they all ended up on Daniel Jones. That poor bastard. I can't believe they didn't pull him out. I would have pulled him after the eighth sack, ninth sack. Whenever they got that pick six, I would have pulled Daniel Jones. Dude, the fact that he had the balls to go over there and throw that fucking tablet down in disgust. Yeah. Like, dude. Dude, you know why he threw that early? Because he's been getting fucking pounded all game. Right. You put him behind a shitty offensive line. Did you see Evan okay. Neal block his own shitty. teammate? Dude, it's it's like, oh my god, dude. And you know what? And da- and Daniel Jones, I'll give him credit, dude. His facial expression didn't change all game, dude. All right. game, like you. I mean, if even Justin Fields when he had that, what was it? The uh, the Browns, right? The Browns were like in his pocket all game, dude, and he was taking a pound and he looked suicidal on the sideline. Daniel Jones just had that same look on his face. Like, when I get home, I'm going to play in my treehouse. Like, he just, I mean, I, I got to give him that, though. But yeah, uh, it's, it was just ugly. The whole I, like, game was I agree real. with you. Huh? I do. I, I generally feel bad for the kid, but, but the Giants. You know, they paid the wrong... I was going to say, this is what you get for paying Daniel Jones. Enjoy building an offensive line. Enjoy getting receivers. Enjoy doing all this shit around him now because it's not going to work. They franchised him, right? And then just paid Barkley. Yeah, you can't pay a running back. Right, but they didn't have to pay him crazy. I think if they just would... I think the fact that they... uh, That they paid him... And not Barkley, I think that's what pissed him off. Right. You know what I mean? I think if they just would have came with an offer and franchised him, but but we're like, hey, we're going to pay you. Instead of him, we're just going to franchise him. Daniel Jones is definitely playing for, what, $30 million, you know, on the franchise tag. And then you just get a quarterback this year, you know? I don't know. It just it baffles me, some of, some of this shit. All right, we're going to hit some busts real quick. Um, it's where we highlight our... Dubs had his stock up. This is our uh, stock down for the week, so to speak. Who took a big old domper this week? That is right. Uh, number one, Miles Sanders, 13 carries, 19 yards. Three, three for three receptions, 13 yards, 6.2. Just garbage. Uh, supposed to be a welcoming home game for Adam Thielen. Nothing like taking the L. 
in a not even close contest. Uh, number two, uh, Mr. Shahid, three for seven receptions, 33 yards. Yeah. 6.3. Yeah. That's your guy. Any yeah. comment? Um, I still won sleepers this week, so it didn't matter. But yeah, no, it was a tough one. Okay, number three is your guy as well. Sorry, Quentin Johnson, <laughs> one for three receptions, 18 yards, 2.8. Any comment? Quentin Johnson is getting, get, I'm getting nervous about him. I'm not going to lie. All right, number four this week, Mr. Chris Olave, one for six receptions, four yards, 1.4. Just an ugly game from uh, Jameson Winston there. Or did Derek Carr didn't play, right? Yeah, that was James. Yeah, that's gross. Um, number five, Raheem Mostert, after those two dominating performances, uh, comes back with seven carries for nine yards, three for five receptions, for 36 yards, a fumble lost, 5.5. And our queef of the week goes to Mr. Amari Cooper. One for six receptions, 16 yards, 2.6. In another ugly game. A lot of ugly games this year. This last week was a lot of blowouts it's, and gross games and Yeah, but it's it's not an it's not a good looking product. It's just not. No, honestly it's not. It's really top heavy. The good teams are really fucking good and there's a lot of really bad teams in the NFL right now. Yeah, then there's six more feet of shit and then there's the Patriots. And then six more feet of shit and then the Broncos. Yeah. Six and more feet more of shit feet and then the Bron the Bears. And the Bears. Uh, no, the Bears are down by China. Yeah, they're bad. <laughs> you gotta dig for, I mean they are just they're horrible, dude. The fact that you gave up twenty seven points like that is just insane to me. You gotta To the other worst team in the NFL. Yeah, they made Russ look good. All right, my uh helmet of the week since you said yours was Mr. Christian McCaffrey. Twenty carries. Four tutties. 106 yards, three touchdowns on the ground, seven for eight receptions, 71 yards, and another touchdown through the air. Slinging dick all over yeah. Arizona. Yeah. That's, That's bad. Gross. Yeah. Super bad. That The, the Cardinals are uh, they're feisty. They're putting up you know, more of a challenge to teams than I thought, but they got fucking rolled by the Niners. And there's your... Def, there's a definition of what you were just saying right there. There's elite teams. Yeah. And then there's shit. You yeah, know? exactly. That's how the NFL is this year. There's like. So what does that say about the Cowboys? There's like six to seven elite teams, five six elite teams, and then there's like four or five really good teams, and then just garbage, just miles and miles of garbage. That like floating mass of garbage in the ocean. That's the bottom twenty teams in the NFL. All jockeying for a position to see who can be the worst loser. Yeah. <laughs> if, if I'm Chicago, I would just, you know, they have a cut base. Right? Start Nathan Peterman the rest of the year. Fuck it. Yeah, fuck it. Yeah, you have one and, and have one or two deal fields in the off season, and then just fucking roll with Caleb Williams. <laughs> fuck it. Although I use your second pick to throw Marvin Harrison on the offense to go with fucking DJ Moore and whoever else you want to throw in there. Yep. Love it. Cole Komet. And then you, know you just, I mean? and then the rest of your Johnson picks, you draft the offensive back. line. Yeah. Oh, fuck. Yeah. I actually forgot about that. The offensive line is horrible. Yeah. Who has the worst horrible? Who has the worst O line? Is it the, is it the Pats? It's, Steelers it's or the fucking Giants, dude. It's the Giants. It's yeah, the Giants, and the it's Giants. not close. They have 
what three first round picks yep. on that O line? Correct. All trash. Correct. Three of them. All trash. I think Thomas is good, but Evan Neal's so fucking. They just make him look bad. That's true. Evan Neal is fucking garbage. He was just big. He's just a big dude in the SEC. That's it. Yep. All right, uh, we're gonna hit some questions real quick. All right. Please. All right, we're, you might you might get this movie. I've, okay. I feel you know as a stoner, you probably you have seen this. Let's go. All right. The first one. The first question is the well. The first character from the. Is uh, Randall. Okay. Oh, I already know it. Oh, well, hold on. Okay, okay. so how, how should Jameson William owners feel with him returning? Jameson Williams owners? Yes. Um, Like I said, I am very... I'm very cautious with Jameson Williams personally. His one catch in his career. So it's really hard to know what he's going to bring to the table so far. It's You don't know what he's going to do consistency-wise with the comments from Dan Campbell. I would be cautious with him. I on, I wouldn't be starting him the first week he comes back, unless you have to. I would take a week, maybe two, see what happens. But, I mean, there's always the talent. He's a first-round draft pick. He has tons of speed. Like, that one catch was a 41-yard touchdown, so... You know the high side is there, but I would be I would be very cautious with Jameson Williams personally. Okay, if you are an owner, are you holding or are you dealing on Jameson Williams? Yes. I mean, obviously, it depends on the price, but I would lean towards hold. Okay, I am in agreement with you. Just because you don't I know just, what he is yet. Right, that's what I'm saying. There's it's a small sample size. But at the same time, if someone hit you with an incredible offer, right? You, you know what I'm saying. I think I would just maybe take maybe take the deal, depending on what it was and and where you're at. Like, you know what I mean? Because yeah. you could be like that roster that you're like, all right, you're kind of like floating in the middle, and maybe you got some people that are hurt, and then they come back, and then all of a sudden you're like, you you know what I mean? Williams does good. Your guy that was hurt comes back, then you start gaining steam. You know what I mean? So I don't know, but also at the same time, I could see him coming back having some, a couple of good games, right? And then people selling high on him. So, all right, uh, the second one is from uh, Dante, right? Yeah, it's uh, I need a defense and a kicker to stream this week. Who are you taking? Kicker and a defense to stream. Yep. Let me go look. We'll at show the... our, uh, we'll show our classic league some uh, love here. Yeah, please. Definitely, I like that. Let me just take a quick look at the matchups real quick. But, um, I mean, obviously you have the big defenses that, like, obviously the Cowboys, the Niners, and shit, you're not going to be able to stream. But um, maybe the Bengals defense against the Cardinals. I like that one. Okay. Um, Chiefs probably aren't available, but Chiefs against Vikings is probably good for a Kirk Cousins pick or two. Lions, yeah, Lions like defense over the Panthers. Oh, that's a good one too. I like those two. But I could also see that kind of like, you know, you know what I mean. Shootouty, yeah, 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 that's yeah. not. Yeah, I got you. I could see that. Bengals, Lions. I like that because I know they're going to be available. So okay, I like those two. Um, and then for a kicker, yeah, I am going to go with. Hmm, 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 hmm. Yeah. Same shit, Graham, uh, Graham Gano. 
Okay. All right. I don't hate that. And finally, the last question. This is from Jay and Silent Bob. Uh, with the season in full swing, give me one uh, one good thing that shocked you so far and one what the fuck? One thing. Wait. One thing that one two, thing that sh- yeah, one thing that shocked you that was good this, so far, right? That you oh, okay, okay, okay. And then one that you were like expected that shit to bed. That you're like, what the fuck is going on? Okay, Najee Harris is my what the fuck is going on? Because I right. thought I thought last year was like a blip. I thought he was going to be a lot better this year. I thought they were going to rely on him heavily because of Kenny Pickett's deficiencies and whatnot. But the uh, uh, Najee Harris is I don't. It's not the same guy. Is it the O line? I mean, it doesn't help. Or is it? Is it more? It doesn't help because uh, before they got Najee Harris, they had like the last rushing attack in the league for like three years straight, and then they got Najee and it picked up, and now it's right back to where it was. So I honestly I don't know what it is. I think Matt Canada has a lot to do with it. I think the offensive line has a lot to do with it. But I that's again my what the fuck because I'm just like I don't know. Is Najee like? Did Najee really just fall off? Yeah, and I'm big on Jalen Warren too. I think he's he's got the goods. I think he's okay. Now, can, right, but can, can he now? Can he you know have 20 carries a game? Probably not. You know what I mean? But right. I, I I like the fact that he's elusive and he's like that little scat back with the with the uh, receptions. And you're. Uh, like good, my good. What yep. the fuck? Yeah. Um, I would say just the Texans in general, the whole C.J. Stroud, Nico Collins, Tank Dell, because they were available everywhere early. You could get, could have drafted them late. You could have signed these guys. You know, free agency week one, two, whatever, and they're just popping off, and they're continuing to pop off. The okay. this, the the bang for your buck with the Texans is something I was completely not expecting, and I've actually benefited heavily from so far fantasy wise. So. Invest in the Texans if you haven't, and if you didn't, you probably should have. Okay. Do you know the movie? Clerks. Okay. I have in parentheses clerks. One, two, or three would also... Two is the best one, in my humble opinion. Two is good, but I think one is the classic. Three is just... I don't even know if I've seen three. Yeah, don't waste your time. It's not even funny, to be honest with you. <laughs> it's like it's I like saw the second one before the it? first one too. Oh, okay. So that probably plays part of my bias. All right, we gonna hop into some sleepers. Absolutely. Quick recap of last week's sleepers. Um, I had first pick. I took Josh Palmer, I believe. Or did I take yeah, Adam, Thielen? Adam Thielen? Okay, right, because you. Yeah, yeah, okay. I took Adam Thielen, then Josh Palmer and Rashid Shahid. Thielen had 15.2, Palmer 10.7, Rashid Shahid 6.3. That was a grand total of 32.6, or 32.3, excuse me. I sat James Conner, who had 6.6. 25.7 was my total. Uh, you had Marvin Mims, 6.7, Roshan Johnson, 2.5, and your boy, Jalen Warren, 10.5, which gave you a grand total of 19.7, which was less then my 25.7, and I honestly don't remember who your sleeper is, but it my does. Sit, you mean? Yeah, sit, or, sit, sorry. It was Damian Pierce. Damian Pierce. He I don't even. 11 something, so. Got it, you. It so, yeah, matter. you had eight. <laughs> it was bad. Yeah. 
yeah, but I had a shitty week. But that gives you first pick this week. That is correct. My first pick this week will be Mr. Tyler Boyd. Um, Stole him from me. I wanted him. Saw an uptick in targets when uh, Higgins busted some of his spare rib there. Right. So uh, I like that content that to continue this week. A little catchless spare same, rib. Yeah, versus that same Arizona Cardinals team we were beating up on earlier. All right. I got that one down. I am going to go with Mr. Hollywood Brown of the Arizona Cardinals that you uh, so lovingly said is going to get beat up on. Um, Marquise <laughs> Brown has been pretty quietly solid this whole season. Uh, his last three games, 17.4, 17.1, 16.6. He had 10 targets last week, team high, uh, 96 yards. He's either had 90 yards or a touchdown in every every game this year so far. So, uh, so does, that, does that still count as a sleeper? Um, Aren't you taking Jameer Gibbs? Yeah, but he hasn't really done much. He's projected a top 10 player this week. Yeah, I didn't know that. I just knew he has been sucking and showed some life. Devontae, uh, David Montgomery had 31 points last week. Yeah, he sure he did. Do nothing. Yeah. It's fine. Go ahead. Hollywood Brown's okay with me. That's fine. All right. I'm going to take Hollywood Brown, as I said, number one on the sleepers this week. All right, I will be taking uh, Jameer Gibbs, as you just pointed out, <laughs> going up against Carolina. Madison and Akers just got their uh, got dug in their ass. Uh, I kind of like this as a coming out game because he's, I believe, he scored under double digit points so far this year. So maybe they give David Montgomery a little rest this week and they give him some more run. I just like his. I want I them to. Like, he's way better. I he's just, clearly the one yeah, with the juice in that backfield. Looks, he is, yes. I like the fact that he can catch it. You know, I like that that part of it, you know. So that's what I'm hoping they do more. And, uh, you know, I don't know, maybe the, the that Carolina pass rush will, uh, you know, actually do something this week. But uh, and so maybe he has to dump it off. I don't know. But, uh, yeah, I'll, I'll take a shot at Gibbs this week. I like it. I think he'll have a good week this week. Um. My second sleeper is going to be a man I already spoke about today, Mr. Terrace Marshall. Uh, like I said, eight targets two weeks ago, nine targets or ten targets this week, nine catches. Uh, Carolina's be playing from behind a lot, so these receivers are going to be getting a lot of you know meaningless touches from Bryce Young and the company. But I, I like uh, that whole receiving core fantasy wise, especially for cheap and DraftKings picking them up. Um, Feeling I had in sleepers last week, and I'm going to go with Terrace Marshall this week. Sticking close to the formula. All right. Sounds good. I'm going to go with... Hold on a second. I want to make sure I didn't have him earlier. Oh, no worries. I did I did change one of my guys earlier because of that. When I was going through my notes earlier. Remember. It's all right. Take him. No, hold on. I don't want to. I don't want to repeat <laughs> it. All right. Hold on. Well, I got the papers right here, so. Um, no, I do not see him. So I'm going to take Sam Howell. Oh. Yes, Sam Howell going up against Chicago, the same Chicago that just made Russ look like Danger Russ again. <laughs> so uh, I do believe they are giving up the most points 
in the league right now to quarterbacks, I'm not 100% on that. So please don't roast me if I'm wrong, but I know they are up there. So, uh, yeah, give me some Sam Howell this week versus Chicago. I like it. I like it. Oh, by the way, he's uh, also rushed for at least 30 yards in every one of his games, so there's a little bonus. Little uh, He looked so fucking good on that last drive Buffalo against Philly. Ate him up. Buffalo ate him up, you know, but... He looked great against Philly defense. last week. Yeah, uh, here's another bonus, too. Sam Howell does not play a top-10 defense for the rest of the way, all the way up till his bye in Week 14, I don't believe. I think he might struggle with New England, Maybe because, you know, Belichick knows how to mess with quarterbacks that don't have a lot of experience, you know. Right. Other than that, he play, they he plays crappy defenses. Yeah, we are probably going to be without Judon and Christian Gonzalez, so we'll see. Maybe a little trade target, too, in two QB leagues for Sam Howell. Definitely. I, or if one of your QBs ends up getting hurt, trading for Sam Howell. As what I'm, I am doing right now, Kenny Pickett went down, so I'm throwing in Howell. Love that. Um, yeah, and like I said, I was watching that game against the Eagles, and he was – every throw on the last two drives he made was, like, right on target, looked great, great pocket presence, running away from dudes, still making the play. When he didn't have All a play, he's throwing it out, throwing it out of bounds, not making dumb mistakes, not taking sacks, just doing everything like right. Mike Jones. <sighs> I'm not going to do it. I don't want to do it because I don't – the more I think about it, the more aggravated I get about it. So I don't want to. I, I literally, every time. And I know that's your boy and all, but. My brain is just broken. It was, ugly, dude. It was bad. It was, ugly. it was really bad. And I don't want to throw off sleepers here, the vibe for sleepers. But, it was bad. Uh, but yeah, I do like Sam Howell. I, you know, I think, uh, I think he was a wise choice for them, you know? Like, and he has great, great pieces to throw to. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sam Howell. Sam Howell. Thomas, I'm back. McLaurin. <laughs> Uh, and uh, Jahan Dotson. Love Jahan so. Dotson. I had a bet placed last week. Well, I didn't place it. I had it in my slip for Jahan Dotson touchdown, and then I blanked it out. I was like, nope, nope. Well, uh, second-guessing myself on that one. Shouldn't have. Should have always gone with the gut because Jahan Dotson got that touchdown right at the end of the game. Motherfucker. But, yeah, Sam Al, great pick. My last pick, I'm also going quarterback. It's Zach Wilson. Revenge game for Nathaniel Hackett playing against the Denver Broncos. Sean Payton said it was one of the worst coaching jobs he's ever seen. Uh, worst coaching no, job in NFL history. Sorry. Oh, yeah, yeah, yes, I remember that. I'm yeah, sorry. talking about Hackett. The co- yeah, yeah, yeah. Damn it, I go stepping on your feet again. Go no, on. you're good, you're good. So, Zach Wilson, uh, he had a pretty – solid week against Kansas City. He was going to beat the Chiefs probably if he didn't have that little fumble at the end. Bro, Granted, Mahomes tried to give decent. him that. Yeah, he did. He looked decent. He looked pretty good. Mahomes was not himself. He had two picks that were just, like, not Patrick just... Mahomes at all. Yeah. And you could read his lips on the first one. He went, throw the fucking ball. <laughs> it's just funny. Look, Watching, like, the, the, you know, the number one quarterback in the league make a, like, just fuck up a throw like that. He's human. Exactly. Like, it's just, so it's nice out there to see. said that he's fucking a cyborg or he's from the Matrix, right. you know, or that he's really a secret reptilian. No, okay. <laughs> he's fucking human, all right. He makes mistakes. Half man, half amazing. The, um, 
The Jets looked pretty fucking good, oh, though, last bad. week. The offense was doing actual offensive things. That it, it was crazy to see. So I, I I hope they use that, build off of that, let the rage they have for the Denver Broncos fuel them. I think the defense is going to absolutely fucking eat against the Broncos. So they should be putting Zach Wilson in good position. I'm going to take Zach Wilson as my final sleeper, which I never okay. thought I'd do, to be honest. My sit for this week is going to be George Pickens. You had me at Trubisky. <laughs> you had me at Trubisky. No, no secret insight or anything like that. It's just Mitch Trubisky. You had All me right? at and Trubisky. They, listen, they just lost Pat Firemuth. Um, Trubisky's been sure thrown to Calvin Austin as a backup on the second string, you know, so I think that connection is going to be a little bit stronger than it is for Pickett. And then I think they just double Pickett, and then you got to beat fucking... I absolutely love Calvin Austin. I am drunk on Calvin Austin. I was last week. I was the week before, and I am going to be again this week. It's going to work out. It's going to happen. Um, My sit is going to be Tony Pollard. I understand. Sounds crazy. He's one of the best backs in the league. Has a ton of points, ton of touches every week. Going against the 49ers, I think... (sighs) I don't want to say it's going to be a shootout because these defenses are really... I know it is. I know it is. And I I have a feeling. I'm really just going off a gut. I'm going off that 49ers defense. I feel like they're going to make Dak Prescott beat them. Am I crazy to say that? No. I understand in the format. A bold play of the week. Right. to you by Budweiser. Facts. It was... I understand, like, the... uh, the the thought like the format that we do here this is an absolute bold call left field i get that i just think they're going to make dak prescott throw and beat them but uh that so that will conclude sleepers this week uh hollywood Dude, terrace marshall zach wilson for me tony pollard is my sit i know uh tyler boyd Jameer Gibbs, Sam Howell, and your suit is George Pickens. I am two yes. and one so far in sleepers. You are one and two. Uh, yeah, I'm. I, I am nervous now that I've said it and put it out there, but I think I, I got a feeling. I got a hunch. Okay, quick little uh, league recap, real real uh, real quick. Um, before well, you do that, honestly, I do have a question know. for you. Okay, before sure. we wrap up with that, um. I got hit with the injury bug. My team is a little uh, worse for wear. Specifically Dynasty, let's say. So I have picks to play with. I can still trade and whatnot. Who are some guys that you would target for the back half of the season that are, you know, they've underperformed so far. You could probably get it a bargain. Oh, um, I'm not sure about get it the bargain. Uh, I, I I think you asked me this earlier too on and text was also uh, on who I would sell us to right yeah you wanted to ask that okay okay now who I would sell probably I would say would be uh, Devon off the chain or whatever the fuck <laughs> his name is. that dude's been off the chain lately so I think you could get some good a lot you know there I, I think you could get a lot in return for him and as for the buy low dare dare I say Puka Nakua with Cooper Cup coming back. Mm. Mm. 
I actually, I like that. I like that. Um, you can get a fortune for him. I was going to kind of say maybe Jamison Williams. I don't know yeah, if you can get him low right now because he's coming off of that. I mean, that's risky. I like the Nakua better, but uh, I don't want to say Jamison Williams because we've been harping on him earlier. But that's just another one you might be able to get. Uh, yeah. Let's see. Um, I honestly would try to buy. I Personally, I might try to buy some Bengals stock. Just because oh, they've been so be shit just now. It's like, by low, maybe. Ramondre Stevenson, maybe. I like that, too. The offense, the offense is running shitty, right? Yeah. And, but the schedule the schedule lightens, lightens up, up a little later bit. on. After these next and, couple weeks, it'll lighten up. Yeah. He's only scored double-digit points once this year. I mean, he's still getting 20 totes. It's just the offensive line is suspect, kind of like Najee Harry, but I think Najee, Najee Harry, Najee Harris. <laughs> Thinking of Akil Harry. I think uh, Stevenson is... A way better back than Najee Harris. I agree with that. Me. I don't know if that's because I'm a homer or whatnot. But no, I would yeah, agree with that. Yeah, there's a buy low for you. A buy low in Ramondre Stevenson and a sell high in Devon Achain. Love it. All right. Um, you can go into your league recap and then we'll wrap up and Quick get the fuck out of here. Then we'll get out of here. All right. Like I said, uh, Walter's Dynasty lost this week to the Island of Misfit Toys, 118 to 99. Uh, Team Kareem Pie. Uh, lost 85 to 99 to the ball fondlers. Uh, team three ways a beat the basement dwellers 98 to 80. Chandler B beat Hogan's heroes 107 to 73. Just Josh with the highest point total of the week. Uh, 187 beat uh, dirty duff and the dudes 187 to 106. Um, I lost by almost a hundred points to Nate 161 to 67. And I lost. I'm two just guys. glad I wasn't the lowest scorer again this week. No, I lost two guys in that matchup too to injury. Like, so I was like, I mean, I wasn't going to win, but I, I mean, I I lost two guys in there, so it might have been a little more respectable. But fuck, dude, it was vicious. All right, man, take us home. <laughs> All right, thank you guys for tuning in. Uh, we will be back next week for sure. Uh, make sure to follow us on all the socials, Stone Sports Podcasts, uh, at Stone underscore podcast on Twitter or X. I don't know what the fuck it's called anymore. Um, yeah, we will uh, we'll be back next week. Make sure to don't forget to set your lineups. Get that, get all the uh, daily fantasy in if you can. Go win some money. Bye and, weeks uh, this week, people. Bye weeks. Bye weeks this week. Big time bye weeks. You got to make sure you're, if you've been just kind of coasting through, you got to make sure you set your shit this week. Uh, We will be back next week, as I said, and we will see you later. Peace.